This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition. <laughs> the Earth sucks. I think the floor is not working. Look at that number up there on the billboard. There's a two, and then um, some kind of circle. No, dumbass, not that number. That one. 69. <laughs> this show sucks. It's like just these fat people standing there. I am Cornholio! I need TV for my buckles! Who are you, fart knockers? Amusing, yes, yes. Humorous, yes. Satirical comment on the time. Yes, amusing. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. A new movie streaming June 23rd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Beavis, this changes everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. Uh, (laughs) We watched Beavis and Butthead do the universe, and I'm your host, Stevie Blaze, and this is my co-host, Snow. Boy, hello, everybody. So we just got done watching Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Uh, I was transported back to 1998 when I was watching Beavis and Butthead and loving Beavis and Butthead, and I really enjoyed this movie. What did you think, Snow? I thought very highly of it. I did not know that there not been any um anything surrounding this whole. Fran, I don't know what to call it for show, show in like 24 years. Oh no, um, there there actually was a reboot um a couple years ago. It's probably been almost 10 years now, but uh there was a reboot, I believe in 2012, if I was to make a guess. Um, that was actually a long time ago, so yeah. Mm-hmm, yep, yep, sure it was. It was, lo- <laughs> it was a long time for me since you know I'm that was kind of half my life ago. Yes, 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 yes. We don't have to really go into that. Um, but they did make a show in a uh, couple few years ago. Uh, I really enjoyed the reboot, and I, I was hoping for more seasons, but it ended up not taking off. Um, I thought it was really funny. Really enjoyed it. It was probably better than the original because it was a little bit smarter humor while also being really, really, really freaking dumb, kind of like this movie, really, really dumb. It was so stupid, and I say that in the best way possible. I laughed so hard. A lot of times when you're watching a movie and comedy, you're like, you you chuckle to yourself. I laughed during this movie. This movie made me LOL out loud. So, um... Yeah, I have a lot of good things to say about it. Really oh, yeah, enjoyed I, it. I de- I personally definitely had um I I, I don't want to say expectations. I don't I don't have expectations for me because if I have expectations in the word of of someone kind of smart, um if you have expectations for things, you're gonna get disappointed. Stuff like stuff happens. Um 
but I know that I liked Beezus and Butthead for what little I know about it. And for what little I know about it, I think I got um every bit of fan service that I uh that I was probably looking for, including the great Cornholio, which even which I I remember uh, knowing some stuff about that before I even knew about Beavis and Butthead because I have siblings who watch it and you know stuff like that. Yeah, it was fun. So we're gonna but, do a quick like rundown of the movie real quick. I got I've got some notes. It's not like this is a very deep story, okay? Like oh, it's, almost, oh, it's very deep. Like almost every <laughs> Beavis and Butthead movie show, it's essentially Beavis and Butthead are trying to score. And just so we're clear, because apparently no one in this movie was, the Alabama to, is losing seventeen to ten. So, if you right, <laughs> they are trying to get laid, trying to have sex. They're trying to do it. <laughs> However you want to say it, bang, boom, shang, shang, kong. Uh, they, wanted, <laughs> they wanted to have sex. That is what this movie's about. Them trying to get laid. That's it. It's simple premise and crap happens. So I'm going to move for some potato chips. Get the movie the starts up the movie starts up with the boys going to space camp and because adults are stupid they become astronauts <laughs> also because adults are stupid because they think that they are doing a great job with the machines and literally all they're trying to do is is they think the giant robot is a penis going into a vagina that's that's how they become astronauts um the this girl uh, serena tries to murder beavis and butthead because she finally realizes damn they're stupid <laughs> they are so stupid i don't think she was she ever thought they were stupid until the end of the movie she just realizes well <laughs> she always thinks that like no 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 i remember yeah. like she gave her she gave them both like this keepsake and and they like put it in through the put their fingers in through it and lose it in space so she, she think i think she thinks this this is some sort of like insult or attack on her personality she just so she just commits murder that's no that's no fun like well technically they don't get killed so she didn't commit murder attempted murder is what she tried to do yeah and instead instead she blasted them somehow like thousands of light years into space so oh, in fairness they did try to they just destroyed everything and possibly killed them all by because they tried looking at the telescope in the sun yeah. which was hilarious and they couldn't see so they couldn't you know ram into the space vagina um i mean she did say it herself this is kind of on her this is kind of on her because she thinks that that because some kids mimicked some mimicked sex and masturbation that they're geniuses geniuses they used a robot to perform some interesting acts yes and then they used the robot arm to uh <clears throat> help with <Yeah>. it <laughs> why has nobody ever thought of this what <laughs> <laughs> um uh, here here we're gonna say smart beavis and smart butthead are freaking fantastic i loved every time they were on screen just they were great humorous yes yes humorous i see the, the very humorous yes very very humorous yes uh the boys accidentally steal a smartphone and then get to eat a bunch of nachos because they found out that you can use your smartphone to buy things it kind of that, that the whole thing with the smartphone kind of reminds me of this one i think hanna barbera show um with like these cavemen going into the future somehow yeah like well, and they just don't know technology which is 60s technology and 70s technology but it's but it's definitely not like something 10,000 something bc technology so you know well, after they use the smartphone to spend a lot of money, 
Beavis has a heart to heart with Siri, who he thinks is Serena, and falls in love with her. Uh, yes. I love Very this. Humorous. I love this because she would listen to him. Yeah. It, I kind of remember, um, like you, you trying to talk to Siri, like, "Do you love me?" And Siri just completely roasting you. Yeah, that was that was a joke. Beavis actually thinks Siri's in love with him. Oh yeah, it's because he's jumped from ninety eight to two thousand twenty two. Oh, that was another you know? great scene. They. <laughs> They 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 look at a billboard that tells them that they're in 2022. Beavis is trying to read the two zero circle two, and Butthead's like, "Oh, look up." No, it's a 69. The 69. <laughs> 69th uh, celebration. So they still don't know they're in 2022 because they're freaking dumb. Uh. This was one of my favorite parts. The boys learn about white privilege. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that right there is probably my favorite part. Right there. <laughs> and they're going around. Step aside. Like, we have white privilege. We have white privilege. We have white privilege. Give us this. Give us that. Then <laughs> we don't have to worry about the police. The po- Our they- dads are powerful. <laughs> yeah. Even though my dad from you know my dad? <laughs> And then they go to jail because they crash a police car and then try to tell the police officer, uh, we got white privilege. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that was so good. And then, of course, the scene we were waiting for, because it has to be in every movie they do. They've only done two movies. We may eventually have to review the first movie, Beavis and Butthead Do America. It's also pretty funny. The great Cornholio returns! And he gives prisoners hope for their bungholes. Yeah, they're, they're disrespecting us. You will not disrespect my bunghole. I am the great Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. TP. Now, in the original... What, what kind of... um? Wait. What kind of just... I should do this properly. Sorry. What I... Kind of uh <laughs> I need TV for my <laughs> What Sorry, kind of caught my eye even what caught my eye even more though was the fact that Beavis was just shoving pills into his mouth. Oh, like, yes. no, that doesn't go in your mouth. <laughs> so in the original cartoon, uh Beavis would go into great do you know how Beavis normally goes into great cornholio mode? I do not. So in the original cartoon, it was caffeine. He drank, somebody gives him coffee and he drinks a bunch of coffee and that's what makes him go, ah! He gets like insane on coffee. I love that this time it's just drugs. He does drugs. A bunch of drugs. He just shoves it in his mouth like a bunch of pills at a time. I'm pretty sure he's even like dropping a few on the ground. Oh yeah, he does. That's how he eats. Uh, oh yeah speaking of which all those nachos oh my goodness <laughs> that apartment building was absolutely nasty <laughs> so and, after- and the fact that it looks like ectoplasm to like the authorities is like <laughs> <laughs> I know they had butt on this uh, on the wall <laughs> and the one guy's like they wanted us to see this <laughs> <laughs> they would they would want you to see that this is this is classic Beavis and Butthead where they do something so freaking stupid and everyone around them just thinks that they're super smart. <laughs> and no, they're just it kind of reminds really me of that SNL dumb. skit. Kind of reminds me of that SNL skit with which, what's his which name? One? Chad. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Chad. It's a yeah. uh, uh, uh Pete Davidson and he just says, Okay. <laughs> Okay. It is. Chad is a lot like Beavis and Butthead. Just Not everybody thinks he everybody thinks he's like way smarter than he really is. I just realized that I think that literally was a was that that it was him making fun of Beavis and Butthead in a way. That is, is perfect. Good job. Good call. Good call. Um 
this is a very sad moment of the movie. The boys break up after Butthead makes fun of Beavis for falling in love with Siri. Yep, that's the drama of the movie. We always the drama, have that the drama, because Butthead makes fun of Beavis. But uh, but we all know what br- what brings them back together. I mean, I guess like them starting to miss each other a little bit, especially with Butthead like looking at these ladybugs having sex in a window. <laughs> of the- He's like, hey, hey Beavis, <laughs> this lady, just, these two are just <laughs> dancing like. No, it's, no, no. it's super the, wholesome. The, the man is like about to is proposing to uh, his wife or his his girlfriend, and then you zoom away from that and you see it's he just sees two ladybugs banging. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just sad. It's just sad though. That's a, that's the sad part though. Like he sees this sexual act and he tries to say it to Beavis, but he's not there. I know it's super sad. Uh, they both get kidnapped, one by the feds and one by Serena. Long, hard. And then they <laughs> she annoy, said it ate ass. <laughs> they, they, then they're uh, then they annoy him so much. Annoy him so much because he thinks he she says eat ass. Was it eat ass or eight <laughs> eight ass eight ass, ass? And they're like, can we just put them in another room? And then Serena's sorry sap Hartson lets the boys go. Dumbass. I mean, it's it kind of goes with the theme, like people thinking that they're smarter than they really are. <laughs> and they just completely misunderstand as they tend to do, like with the whole, you know, white privilege thing. <laughs> yes. um, they, they think that he's trying to keep them from having sex with Serena or scoring with Serena. And and they just come back. Although they go back to the car to, um, I don't know, get a key or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh yeah, they go to the car because they they were trying to get their they were trying to get their uh, handcuffs um, back on handcuffs back on, and they're like, wait, wait, that dumbass said that there was a key in the car. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't realize it was a key for the car. They're stupid. Uh, then the boys try to save Serena from letting Hartson score with her again while they're trying to kill and dissect them. <laughs> um, and then, there, then there's this great chase scene where Butthead's trying to drive and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, hey, I think R means really fast. <laughs> so he puts it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the feds are like I only know of five people who can drive this guy <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great uh, I would like to know those five people though so it's like right. who are so good that they put it into reverse thinking it goes really fast <laughs> right uh, Serena finally just listens and realizes Oh my gosh. Bro, they're just horny teenagers. They're just stupid horny teenagers that want to have sex with me. That's that's the final realization. She finally realizes, no, they just want to have sex. Also, can I be the weirdo who's, who hasn't watched Beavis and Butthead enough to know this and say, I thought these kids were like 16 or 17. They're supposed to be like I did not 14. know they were like 15 years old. Yeah, they're like 14 or 15. Um, and, uh, and finally, it's so close. They are about to score because <laughs> she's like, what do I got to do to get you guys to stay quiet? And they're like, we want to score together. <laughs> and she's about to do it. And then smart Beavis walks in and declares his love because Beavis is trying to tell her that he loves her and he can't get the word out. And smart Beavis takes her away. I mean, that that kind of reminds me, like that re- of the realization, like pr- prior to this, long prior, but like Beavis's realization. Oh crap! This. Oh crap! I. Whenever I think about her, I I feel good, but there's no boner. And then we get a, 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 a this great scene of. Of them being rewar- awarded, and I'm pretty sure this is an homage to Star Wars. At the end of Star Wars, when they get medals, 
with a bunch of different versions of Beavis and Butthead in the universe because this smart Beavis is the first Beavis to ever score in any universe. And Butthead gets an award for watching by hiding in the briefcase. (laughs) And that is the movie. That is the movie. A Beavis scores is the finale. I mean... You can't really expect anything less. The movie is literally called Do the Universe, although I don't think she's she is the universe. She kind of spends half her life trying to kill a couple of horny teenagers. Now, I will <laughs> just imagine, I though, 24 like, years, 24 years to try to have uh, kill these two horny teenagers. Just like imagine that, though, like spending about half your life trying to kill someone who just wants to have sex with you. And they're like 14 or 15 years old. Right. No. I mean, that, that, that actually makes it worse because that, that um, I guess that keeps them from shutting up. But ugh, I mean, it's weird. It's weird to. Th- I don't know if I could do that even for a career. Just like get someone to su- to shut up by having sex with them, and they're like fourteen or fifteen. That's messed up. <laughs> Although I guess like if. If it keeps people from knowing that you just tried to commit murder against a couple of teenagers. I mean, yeah, it kind of, she could go to jail for a long time for both, but one keeps them shut up. So, I mean, got to do some illegals to stop the illegal. But even like federal though, like, ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah, no, it's, it's a stupid movie and I loved it. I know. Every minute of it. Um, But we're going to take a quick break. Um, and we will be right back. Sure. All right. So we just did a little quick recap of the, uh, of the episode or the movie we just watched. Um, I want to ask you. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is for? We're going to do critics and audience. So take a guess what you think the critic score is going to be. Remind me, is it like a scale from like zero to 10? 100%. It's a one to 100%. Ah. Do Rotten Tomatoes scores like go this? that quick because movie's been only been out for like four or five days it goes pretty quick a lot of especially the critics one they normally get screeners early so uh i think it's there i haven't looked it up because i'm going to make my guess as well all right so let's go critics first all right i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess 81 percent See, I was thinking critics about 76%. 76%. So about and, five, five off. Let's see. Uh, and how about you or for the audience? You know the difference, right, between critics and audience score? I'm assuming one's for the critics and the other is for the ones who are not critics. Yeah. Critics are like essentially if someone makes an official Pro- Professional review, judges, right? A, 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 yeah, a professional review that gets put on. Audience score is like anybody can go on there. Anybody can review it. We could go on there and review it. And it's a, a an average of everybody's scores. Let's try 70. See, I disagree. I think that the audience score is going to be slightly higher than the critic score. I think that the audience score is going to be about an 83 all right all right let's check this here real quick beavis and butthead do the universe rotten tomatoes holy crap we are off (laughs) audience score is an or the audience score is 89 percent so you were closer than i was critic score critics out of 35 reviews it's a 97 percent wow the critics loved this movies this movie i mean (laughs) 
it's exactly what you're asking for. Like you're you're asking for a movie about a bunch of dumb horny kids wanting to have sex, and you got a bunch of dumb horny kids who want to have sex in space. Actually, no, wanting to have sp- sex in space, and then consequences happen and dumb crap happens. That's what you're asking for. That's what you're getting. I I understand, and I probably should have gotten higher. We're gonna take. We're going to read uh, the review from the top reviewer, top critic. Uh, here we are. I'm going to do a quick one. Beavis and Butthead do the university's Mike Judge's horny MTV duo make their triumphant return. Oh, I wanted a shorter. One second. So here's what it shows on here. Those with a fondness for the mindless pair, however, will take to their newest outing in which the replacement of a television with a bookshelf is a calamity of epic proportions. Uh, so yeah, yeah. That, that was probably the biggest tragedy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the film's best moments arrives through judge grappling with a signature human in a modern war, war world. That's from rogerdebit.com, Robert Daniels. Let's read. There's only one rotten score with the uh, critics. Let's read it. From Chris Wagner, San Francisco Chronicle. He says that he does not love anything. How dare him? No, I mean, he says, a movie that loses sight of the line between lampooning stupidity and being stupid. So he was not a fan. So I'm not real- sure what he's talking about. So the top people in this, uh, I don't know a lot of these people. Mike Judge, of course, is the voice of Beavis and Butthead. Mike Judge is the person who creates Beavis and Butthead. He's always done the voice. Gary Cole is a voice. He is the voice of, give me one moment. Let me go to a different place that tells me more. Um... Gary Cole, I don't know if you'll know who Gary Cole is. The biggest thing I know Gary Cole from is he is uh, he is in the um, the Brady Bunch movies as Mike or as the Dad Brady. I don't know if you've ever seen the Dad Brady, but he is the uh, he is that guy. Um, he plays Matt and Madison which I think is one of the feds guys. I'm not positive. Um, Only other person I really know here. Chi McBride plays Metcalf and the judge. And you should recognize Chi McBride from Pushing Daisies. He plays the, uh, the detective that that uh ned works for no i watched about? pushing daisies in a long time so is he the big black guy he's he's the big black guy yeah i was trying to go by his yeah he's the big black yeah guy. I, he's he's awesome i know I don't, I don't like describing people like that but i that that's the only thing that i could i could probably remember him I thought detective would be enough, you know, because he is. I haven't watched the show in a while. He's the private investigator, but, you know, sure. Um, uh, David Herman is in this, but uh, he's he's known for like a lot of. He's on Futurama as Scruffy. He was on Idiocracy. He's been in a few things. Uh, Phil Lamar is in here as a flight specialist and the police officer. Phil Lamar does um, also he's Hermes in uh, Futurama. He was on Mad TV. Um, he's done a lot of voiceover work. Isn't Hermes like that lobster thing? Uh, Stephen Root is the jail tattoo artist. Uh, lobster thing. I don't think so. I don't remember who Hermes is. Um, it's been a while since i've seen it and andrea savage plays uh 
Selena, Serena, sorry, Serena. She plays Serena Ryan. She is in some stuff, but I'm not very familiar with her. She's in Veep, Step Brothers as Denise. Um, just a few things. It looks like she does a lot of different projects. She was on an episode of The Goldbergs. Uh, two episodes two. of A Million Little Things. Huh? Who is she in the Who is she in the Goldbergs? Uh, her name's Dean Martin. She's only in one yeah, I episode. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've... I've never heard of Andrea Savage, but she plays Serena. So those are some of the people that are in this movie. Um, I don't, I don't know what this uh, whole stepbrother show is all about, but um, I don't know if I want to. Stepbrothers is hilarious. It's a good movie. Mm. Not a show. It's a movie. It's a funny movie. Stars, stars Will Ferrell. Um, it's it's just funny. You'll have to. We might have to watch it on this show on this podcast. It's good stuff. Um, so let me ask you this. What was your favorite scene from this movie? Step aside. We have right. We have white privilege. So the whole white privilege Our scene. Our fathers are powerful. Yes. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll Our fathers are powerful. <laughs> they can was, get you fired. It was pretty great. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, that was a hilarious scene. I loved it. Yes, I yes, love, humorous. I love, yes, yes, humorous. Yes, very humorous. Um, I loved, I loved uh, Beavis, like her saying, like, I'm, I'm sure your father's a real rich and powerful. He's like, you know, my dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, how uh, my favorite scene of the movie was literally any time the smart Beavis and Butthead came on the scene. So specifically, I would go with the, um, loved smart Beavis, smart Butthead. They were hilarious. Them just <laughs> just slightly smarter, but still really freaking stupid. <laughs> it's it's like adding a, it's like adding to a negative number like i don't know if there was a negative 10 like adding five to it you still got a negative number exactly it's just just less of a negative number than it was before now let's say with the exception of beavis and butthead well let me ask you this who's your favorite beavis or butthead which one did you like more don't ask me that. Why? Why are you asking me to pick favorites among duo by duo protagonists here? I mean, it's but I gotta just, have to say Beavis. Yeah, Beavis is my favorite too. I love Beavis. Um, at least, at least in this movie, I I usually like the whole um the weird demeanor of a uh, butthead and all the other like stuff I've seen him in. Like, just just as weird, <laughs> just as dumb. Yeah, let's like let's, his dumb face though. It's like it's his face. There's something about his face. Let's let's do this. Uh let's give me give me your uh impressions for Beavis and Bud. Let's do this. We're we're on a Beavis and Bud show. Let's do it. Sex. <laughs> and by head? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> let me let me let me try this here. <laughs> damn it damn it Beavis don't make... <laughs> damn it Beavis don't make me kick your ass no butthead no, no. I am the gay cornholio I need teepee for my bunghole <laughs> so that's that's my I... impression of Beavis of head you mix some joker in there I, I know no, no, no! That wasn't Joker. That was Beavis. <laughs> he has a weird laugh. Yes. <laughs> it's like a nasally laugh. I love, I love Beavis and Butthead. I've worked yep, hard on that impression. Gosh darn it! Yes. Um, Fair. 
what very would humorous, you... yes yes humorous very humorous uh what was your favorite character that wasn't beavis and butthead did you have a favorite character in the movie that you liked favorite character in the movie probably smart beavis i don't think that should count because they're still beavis and butthead they are Otherwise, they are different characters no is that right is that so you can't yes, choose they're... anyone that's not a beavis or a butthead no, because Beavis and Butthead are the protagonists. Smart Beavis and Smart Butthead are two completely different people. They're smart. Fair enough. Then, I mean, if that's how we're going, it's it's Smart Beavis as well. <laughs> that's That seems like a cop-out, though. I know. Okay. Um, what about Siri? Siri? The, the, the... Not, not Serena. Siri. Siri. Okay, that's fair. I'll I'll give you that. Um, uh, yeah, that's this is a hard one to pick. I I kind of want to say the uh, the cop who thinks that they're like touched by an angel that they're that they're just giving a message and lets them go. He was pretty funny. Um, yeah. I, I really and here I normally am going to ask is there a character you don't like but I, there was not a character on this movie that I didn't really like even the ones I didn't like because you're supposed to not like them I still like the character like Hartman I think it was his name uh Serena's uh <laughs> not his assistant his her lieutenant he uh he was even fun I liked him as a I mean, he's not really a bad guy. What about what about the porta pot though? Porta pot tried to ruin everything. You didn't like the porta pot? Yeah, porta pot stinks. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It does stink. Um, if it weren't for that that pile of garbage, then it and Siri would have not gotten dunked in a bunch of piles of feasties. Pieces. Poor pots are disgusting, man. I've never liked them. Fair enough. So overall, scale of one to five. Five. What? Well, here's what? the thing. On a scale of one to five. I plan on putting a poll on our on our show uh, uh, when I release this podcast that people can go on Spotify and they can rate Beavis and Butthead how they want to rate it. The thing is, the poll only goes to seven. So, instead of doing one to ten, which is what I normally would prefer to do, I figured we could do our rating the same way that anybody who listens to this and does the poll can do. So, one to five. Why, why not one to seven? Because that, that's what they get. Well, I was only going to do five. Because one to seven just seems weird. I, I mean, I guess we can do one to ten and screw them, but, you know. It's whatever. You can do whichever. Want to do one to ten? Yeah, let's do one to ten. Screw them. Screw, screw them. Screw them. Just... Screw, the, screw the audience. That's right. Just... That's how we feel. So yeah, um, you... I give it. I give it a nine. This is. I asked for horny teenagers wanting to have sex with people. I got horny teenagers wanting to have sex with people. I give it a solid nine. Solid nine, just a nine. Uh, so I. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna give this movie nine nachos. I'm with you. Nine. Nine nachos. Nine nachos out of ten. I'd, I'd give it nine, and I'd give it ten out of ten nachos, actually. I don't, you're, you're changing it to ten? You're right no, now, I'm not you're... changing it to ten. I'm giving the rating a nine. Oh, I'm nine out of ten nine. nachos. Nine, nine out of ten nachos. 
You're giving nine nachos. I'm giving ten nachos. Well, <laughs> I we're both giving a score of nine, but I have a different score for my nachos. I can have a score of you're nine. You're giving the nachos throw ten. ten okay. nachos. Okay. <laughs> nachos are different. Right. Nachos are always different. Fair They're enough. Nachos. So we both give it a nine because I mean let's face it this isn't high class this isn't this isn't gonna win any awards at the oscars this is high class dad you got white privilege it's white privilege that's right uh our dads are powerful our dads are powerful i am not anyways (laughs) (laughs) but uh this isn't like this isn't gonna be everyone's cup of tea i'll tell you that right now this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. This is Beavis and Butthead. If you enjoyed Beavis and Butthead at any time in your life, I think you'll like this movie. I think this is a great movie. You will enjoy it. It's it's pretty hilarious. It's stupid. I mean, it's really freaking stupid. But if you want a good, funny comedy, this this is great. I laughed a lot. And I don't always laugh, even when I like a comedy. A lot of times I'm not actually laughing out loud. I laughed, I laughed a lot during this movie. It is so stupid and hilarious. I enjoyed this a lot. Give it a nine. Snow, he gives it a nine. We enjoyed and this. With 10 nachos. And, t- and 10 nachos. Um Okay, so here, after all the movie stuff has concluded, we enter into the realm of Cinemantra, where we meditate and think of the most dumbest things we can. And by dumb, of course, it has to be this movie. So here's how Cinemantra works. Both my father and I, or Blazy and I, gotta get into that habit. Um, You're still my son, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's... It is true. Um, We're going to think up questions for each other, like gimmicky things for, you know, cinemantra. And by cinema, like cinema and mantra is a little play on words. Um, And for every, dad can give multiple answers and I can also give multiple answers for his question. Um, we will get more Cinemantra every time this happens. There are different things of Cinemantra, but for this one, here's my question to you. What happens when you hit the event horizon of the black hole? But only give me the wrong answers. You get one point for each wrong answer. Hit me. Uh, when you go into the black hole? Yes, or the butthole. You can, or or the, the butthole. The dark butthole. Yes. Well, uh, you become a god. You become a god. I give yep. it a five out of ten. I give it a five out of ten. I guess I don't understand this. So my question for you was going to be, um, would you prefer? To go to the future or the past 24 years. And what would you do if you when you went there? Okay. So 24 years, of course, ago was like 1998, but from now it would be 2044. No, 46. You're right. My bad. 2046. By then, maybe people would stop being sexist. (laughs) Oh, there probably won't be racist either. (laughs) Yeah, so everything will be solved in 24 years. Yeah, let's not go down that road. So, uh, would you prefer the future or the past? Um, that's a hard one. I don't know I mean, if I go into the future, that means I'm going to live a little longer, but I'm also going to skip a lot of things that I 
I could have missed out on. However, if I go into the past, all the things that I did miss out on, like the introduction to like YouTube and the Xboxes and the Xbox 360s and being fully capable of comprehending the full weight of the Xbox One. Yes, everything's about the Xbox. Hi, Cat. Um, I'd probably choose the past. No, no, there's two. No. Do I really want to vote, do this answer based on this, based on nostalgia? That's that's kind of one of the things I hate. I mean, like, if you go to the past, you might get to see me as a kid. That feels weird. That would be weird. That would like, be weird. Just, just saying. I'm just, I'm just imagining like, just imagine like going to Crestline, finding wherever you go to school at, and then seeing you and like, hello, I am your son. And you're what, 16 at that time? I am, <laughs> I am almost 19 years old. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you scored and you had a child and that child is currently older than you. <laughs> like, I think I'd go to the future because, because there might be a possibility that people will not be sexist. It might be worse. <laughs> it might be worse. It but may be worse. But we also might be closer to solving the problem. Yeah, I don't think although, that's, I don't think that's although one that that's might ever be, gonna like be the, fully solved. Yep, people suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, so I so choose the future. What do you get? Uh, I'm going to give you a three because I think you're too idealistic. <laughs> I, I, All right, look. I think your choice of going to the future is hoping for something that's highly unlikely, especially only 24 years in the future. I guess, I guess everything's going to be a lot more expensive. That like, Like right now, any any systems that'll come out are probably going to be like rather expensive, but like in the next ten years or so, it'll probably be cheaper. But then after the next ten years, it'll be even more expensive than it is today, maybe because it'll be antiques. You can go to the past and then invest in like Google or something before Google's a thing and become rich. When does Google come out? Uh, I want to say, hey, let's have a uh, surprise guest on the show. Hey, Siri, when did Google <laughs> come out? She was in the movie. <laughs> One moment. Google oh, was crap. started in 1998. 1998. Wow. So uh, you better make sure you get there before that it's established. <laughs> So it January came out first. It's fine. It came out exactly nineteen nine or shit, twenty four years ago. Boy, crap! I could probably fly over to Japan and get One Piece comics as they're being released. Wow! Could do that. I could I could make weird predictions like in the next two years Microsoft will come up with the Xbox it in that exact name, or I'll create a paradox where the Xbox doesn't exist because of that. That would suck. All right. Well, next. Yeah, there's another reason not to go to the past. Well, next, uh, the next show I think we're going to watch is The Incredible Hawk because we are going to start watching all the Marvel movies in order from the first Marvel uh, movie in the cinematic universe. Um. We may do other Marvel movies after we're done, but we're going to stick with the MCU timeline for now. And the Incredible Hulk is technically part of the timeline. His abomination does show up in future movies, and he's from the Incredible Hulk. So um, I think we're going to start with the Incredible Iron Man, Hulk. Didn't Iron Man chronologically, not just chronologically. Incredible, um, Incredible Hulk came, Iron- out, uh, uh, came out before Iron Man. Huh. All right. So that is what we're going to do on the next episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we will hear from you next time.
Sorry. Stephen from many different podcasts like Drunk Like Me, Pro Wrestling Apologist, The Rage and Blaze Show, and of course, That Got Dark. So please like and subscribe 